Okay, speaking about that, speaking now to Sivio Kwarupe, who is uh, the chief whip of the Democratic Alliance, so following the march um, today where they attempted to march to Lutuli House against power cuts. Let's now hear from the party's chief whip, Sivio Kwarupe. Sivio, do you agree with the sentiments being expressed in that voice note? And would you say that this march was a success? Good afternoon. Eldrin and good afternoon to your listeners. Um, I think the march was a success for what we set out to do. It's a pity the listener <clears throat> deems it as uh, you know a waste of uh, energy and time because I think the energy crisis is one of the biggest that we is, is the biggest crisis we're facing in South Africa right now. And for the longest time, the ANC has been successful in almost distancing themselves from being the cause of the problem. For the past 10, 15 years, every single problem that has been at ESCOM can ultimately be traced back to the ANC, whether it is through the policy of cater deployment or whether it is through, you know, Chancellor House, which had shares in the construction of Kosile and Medupi. And so that's why we are chosen to, uh, to, to, to march to the city house to say to the ANC, you are the real reason why we are here today. And of course, a lot of people, I think, we're expecting, you know, fireworks and PA supporters clashing with the ANC Youth League. But that, that was, you know, not the intention. The intention was to put the message clear that we understand that this is what you have done. Um, and this is why we are here this morning. This, uh, this is why we are here today. And it's not to mean that is the only thing that the PA is doing. We're currently engaged in a court case around um, interdicting the 18% uh, tariff hike. And so these things are not, you know, uh, one-dimensional, Algen. There's multiple fronts on which you can tackle an issue. Yeah. But what makes you think that this one was a success? What are those indicators for you that say that this was a success? For instance, one of the things was you attempting to march to Lutuli House. You didn't get to Lutuli House per se, um, but further down the road in front of the provincial legislature. Um, do you think that the message has been sent, though? Absolutely. I mean, if you watch the um, sort of uh, impromptu press conference that uh, that Pulema de had outside of Lutuli House, one can say objectively. But the ANC understands that. I mean, first of all, I think they, you know, they responded to this, this poorly. I think that you know what South Africans would like to hear is an acknowledgement that we have messed up, that we have for the past 15 years not done enough to maintain infrastructures and now you are plunged in rolling blackouts for six eight ten hours a day that's number one number two um i think that you know we had requested the assistance of staff people who obviously engage law enforcement in the city and this was uh jmpd and staff's recommendation they gave us a route and uh, we were not going to not follow that ultimately mm. we wanted to make sure that our supporters are safe and that the message is sent. And uh, I think we, we, I personally made sure that every single supporter went home safely. And, uh, and I think on that score, Aldrin, that the fact that we are reminding South Africans of why it is that we are here, while also at the same time proactively fighting for them in court, for me, makes this as much as it is. That's a marker of success. Yeah. The other thing is that when you look at these marches, whether it's organized by the DA, the ANC or the EFF for that matter, and it happens during the week, during working hours, the question that comes is the majority of the people who are part of that march, are they employed? Are they employed? Yeah. No, well, they are, most of them are not, except, you know, Algin, firstly, we had, you know, extended the invite to multiple organizations. And I think 
for first yeah, I mean I want to answer your question in two ways. Mm-hmm. Number one, we had we had extended the invitation to um, multiple organizations to say, look, I mean, yeah, we may be branding this as a What are multiple on, organizations? Just an example? There are multiple NGOs, of a list of which I don't have right okay. now, but we invited NGOs, civil society, um, for them to join us on this march because it was important to say that it's not just a day endeavor. This is not just a, you know, an ANC problem. It's a South African problem. That's the number one. Number two, unfortunately, Aldrin, you're absolutely right. Way too many South Africans are without work. Seven out of ten young people are without work today. 50% of South Africans are living in abject poverty. And that, again, is something that will be exacerbated by the energy crisis, which is an ANC-manufactured crisis. And so to your point, you are absolutely right. A lot of the people who join us on our marches are people who are without work. And it's a deep tragedy, quite frankly. And it's something, it's a shame, that can be really squarely traced back to the door of the ANC. Mm-hmm. Then there's the other issue around the approach of the opposition in general. Um, mm-hmm. And this is from from my end, my critique. And I wonder if you'd agree with it. Um, mm-hmm. Is the Democratic Alliance as the official opposition failing to galvanize the opposition under one umbrella that says that, yes, we all have problems relating to the energy crisis. We have on our own solutions towards that as well. However, though, can there be a concerted single focus that says that it brings all the opposition parties together, that says that this is what we're going to do right now? For me, it seems as though this, this fragmentation that's happening, the UDM has its own bid, uh, the yeah. IFP has its own bid, the EFF has its own bit, the Democratic Alliance have their own bit, but it's all around the energy crisis. Is mm. the Democratic Alliance, is the official opposition in Parliament, failing? Look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, look, I'll, I'll, again, I'll answer your question in two ways. One, I think you are absolutely correct. I think that there should be more cooperation between opposition parties. And, you know, I personally, as the chief whip in Parliament, make it a point to reach across the aisle um, you know, and next to with to our neighbors and other political parties, because ultimately, where we share the same objective, I think we should definitely work together. And we've done that at multiple times, as you will remember in the yeah. last year. Um, and I think it, it would be unfair to place to place that squarely on you know on the DA. And I think it's incumbent. As the leader of the opposition, it is. Yes, we are the leader of the opposition, but I think it's incumbent on all political parties for all of us to come together. And I take the criticism. And I think you're absolutely right. I think we, there is room for us to work a lot more closely together. But, you know, ultimately, none of us has a, a silver bullet. Nobody has a monopoly on ideas. But I do take the criticism. And I hope that political party leaders who are listening can also take that on board to say that perhaps there's room for us to move in unison, particularly on issues that affect, are affecting yeah. all South Africans and where they are non-political in that sense. If that makes sense. A quick question on our WhatsApp voice note line on 0614-104-107. Good afternoon, Eldon. Good afternoon, listeners of Radio SAFM. Maria Epron, Spremok. Eldon, yes. Um, it is the electricity is a problem that reaches all of us. Um, but my question to the DA is that or the coordinator of the day is that um, it was mostly black faces. Where's the white people? They were not on the streets in the sun. Um, the other question is, 
it's the matter of if you can't if you can't beat them, you're gonna join them. I mean, there was very anti-marches, as far as I can remember, could remember in the days. So what's happening around that now? And the fact that there was a big, or a lot of people around him, they mustn't think that it's they're gonna take over South Africa. We not gonna allow them to take over South Africa just like that because of the mistakes or whatever the NC done. Sibiwe? Alden, you're going to have to help me on uh, on the listener's second point um, because I missed it. She, she made a point about the composition of our march. She made a second point and mm-hmm. I heard the last point. So I don't know if you can assist okay, me with Okay, we're going to try and point. replay that second part, but just quickly, mm-hmm. the first part that she deals with the issue around um, the race. Firstly, that's totally inaccurate. And I think, you know, Again, I mean, you know, you only have to look at the visuals of the DA march today. There were councillors from the city of Joburg, MPLs from the legislature, MPs, uh, activists across the board. In fact, 90% of my caucus that I lead in parliament was there. And so I think it's, it's wildly inaccurate. And for me, it's difficult to, you know, defend something that didn't happen. Um, I think that, you know, sometimes I worry that our prism around, you know, sort of, being counting around who's there and who's not is always informed about the fact that we're probably the only multiracial party um, in South Africa that is diverse. And so often, you know, that becomes a weakness of ours, whereas in my view, it's a strength. So it's inaccurate. Um, and the last point about, you know, you know whether or not the DA will, will, will take over in 2024, I think, you know, I, I just, I, I, I uh, you know, I would, ask the listener um, to perhaps, you know, engage with different political parties. I think um, as South Africans, we've got to break the abusive relationship we have with the ANC. I think for way too long, they've gotten away with way too much. And um, and I would urge the listener to perhaps, you know, think about whether it's not the DA or anyone else, and think about, um, you know, giving your, the power of your vote to somebody else and see if they are able to change the lives of not just yourself, but the millions of South Africans who are trapped in poverty, quite frankly. Okay, a final one, Sivuwe, just quickly. Um, the Action SA, I don't know if you saw that statement that they released with regards to that motion of no confidence in the mayor in uh, the city of Joburg tomorrow, Dr. Mpo Paladze. And they say again, it is the DA that is to blame for this because a proposal was made and the Patriotic Alliance has said that they'll come back to this coalition um, with, of course, the request to have two MMC positions. And Action SA was willing to give over those MMC positions. What happened here? Look, I, I would be reluctant to discuss the, the intricacies of that, um, Aljun, just simply because negotiations are still ongoing as we speak um, ahead of the council meeting to tomorrow. So I would be reluctant to start playing the blame game of who did what and who did not. And so, you know, I just want to assure the public that we will play open cards with the public about what we were able to offer, what were our non-negotiables, about the fact that we were wanting to make sure that we prioritize the residents of Johannesburg. And we are hoping that come tomorrow's council meeting that the coalition government will hold. And so, as I say, it would be premature for me to perhaps do what Action SA did, which is to essentially divide the the, the coalition before it has even collapsed. And so our view right now for the next 24 hours is to try and, and stabilize the coalition not just for ourselves, 
but for the residents of Johannesburg. Thank you so much for your time. Severe Guadalupe is the chief whip of the Democratic Alliance.